the light. If your eye be single, your whole body shall be full of light. My name is James B. and welcome to Spiritual Awakening Radio. I've always wanted to give the Sermon on the Light its own podcast, Space, online. Here it is. I begin by sharing this unique arrangement of passages on the theme of spiritual light, attributed to Jesus from all of the available sources we have. I call it the Sermon on the Light, since it really does read, and when said out loud, sounds like a spiritual discourse on the theme of light, spoken long ago in antiquity by a spiritual master to some of his students. The Sermon on the Light. Trust in me. Look to the living one while you are alive, lest you die and seek to see him and be unable to see. Understand what the great light is. I am the light that is over all things. I am all. From me all came forth, and to me all attained. Split a piece of wood, I am there. Lift up the stone, and you will find me there. I am the light of the world. Anyone who follows me will not be walking in the dark, but will have the light of life. Walk while you have the light, so darkness won't overpower you. Those who walk in the dark don't know where they are going. Since you have the light, believe in the light, so you will become children of the light. I will give you what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, what no hand has felt, and what has never occurred to the human mind. When you strip without being ashamed and you take your clothes and put them under your feet like children and trample them, then you will see the Son of the Living One and you will not be afraid. When you remove ill will from yourselves, then you will clothe yourselves with light and enter the wedding chamber. Whoever does not know the work of perfection does not know anything. If one does not stand in the darkness, one will not be able to see the light. There is a light within a person of light, and it shines on the whole world. If it does not shine, it is dark. If then the light inside you is darkened, what darkness that will be. For this reason I say, if one is whole, one will be filled with light. But if one is divided, one will be filled with darkness. If your eye becomes single, your whole body shall be full of light. When I have gone to the light, preach to all the world and say to them, Do not cease seeking day or night, and do not let yourselves relax until you find the mysteries of the kingdom of light which will purify you and make you into pure light and lead you into the kingdom of the light. Do not let heaven's kingdom become a desert within you. Do not be proud of the light that enlightens. Rather, act toward yourselves as I myself have toward you. 
in the beyond, if they ask you, where have you come from? Say to them, we have come from the light, from the place where the light came into being by itself. If they say to you, is it you? Say, we are its children, and we are the chosen of the living Father. The Sermon on the Light. sayings, of course, come from the New Testament, from the Gospel of Thomas, Dialogue of the Savior, the post-resurrection Gospel of Peace de Sophia, the Book of Faith Wisdom, all combined together, making a spiritual discourse on the subject of light. The light motif in Western sacred texts There is a strong light motif in the Gospel of Thomas, the other Nag Hammadi texts, Dead Sea Scrolls, New Testament, especially the Gospel of John, Kabbalah, Mandaean texts, most all the spiritual classics. It gets metaphored to death here in the Protestant West, but these people had the goal of seeing a literal divine light. Rather than, I see the light, meaning I intellectually understand some doctrine, The mystics have desired to connect themselves to the divine light during this life as a way to be attached to the light during the afterlife. Some Catholic and Orthodox mystics were light mystics, reporting that they saw visions of light. There is a passage in the New Testament that goes, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. The cultural filter and theological roadblocks in this part of the world transforms and deforms that into meaning something else. Like, if I'm good enough during this life or when the rapture happens in the future, I will see God after death. No light possible now, but in a future afterlife only. To Aramaic-speaking, Coptic-speaking, Greek-speaking ancients in the Middle East, however... They viewed that as meaning, if one reaches a certain level of purity of heart and stillness, conditions will be right, making it possible to see God. Literally. They believed God to be bright light, like the light of many suns. In the East, this is called divinization or theosis, becoming one with God by contemplating his light. This is something we human beings can do right here, right now. The Jesus of the Gospel of Thomas has a message closer to Quakerism. As George Fox once said, the light of God is within everyone. If your eye be single, your whole body shall be full of light. Matthew 6.22, a saying attributed to Jesus in the New Testament. More on spiritual senses, inner seeing, inner hearing. This is from John the Solitary, his spiritual classic, On the Soul. John the Solitary was an Aramaic, Syriac saint from long ago. 
Beyond the material five senses are subtle spiritual senses, spiritual seeing, spiritual hearing. He said, since the exterior senses, by hearing, by sight, by the sense of smell and of touch, are not able to search search out the innermost mysteries of the natures, These are not able to search out the innermost mysteries of the natures. On this account, God conceals within the inner chambers a nature having senses more subtle than all the bodies. Now, because of the subtleness of its stirrings, this nature searches out the hidden wisdom of the things created by the Lord of all." The following is from St. Isaac the Syrian, found in an anthology of Syriac writers from Qatar in the 7th century, on inner hearing and mystic vision. St. Isaac of Nineveh, make me worthy to behold you with opened eyes which are more interior than the eyes of the body, the interior eye. Create new eyes in me, you who created new eyes for the blind man. Close my exterior ears and open my inner ears, which hear the silence and the sounds of the Spirit, that by your Spirit I might proclaim the word of silence which arises in the heart, but is not written, which moves in the intellect, but is not spoken, though spoken by the lips of the Spirit and is heard by incorporeal hearing. St. Isaac the Syrian If your eye be single, your whole body shall be full of light. A famous saying of Jesus from the New Testament. Commentary by St. Jerome This is an illustration drawn from the senses, as the whole body is in darkness, where the eye is not single, So if the soul has lost her original brightness, every sense or the whole part of the soul to which sensation belongs will abide in darkness. Or as it says in the Gospel of Thomas, saying 61, For this reason I say, if one is whole, one will be filled with light, but if one is divided, one will be filled with darkness. If we can gather our scattered attention, withdraw from the body and concentrate at the single eye, the third eye, there is light. As St. Tulsi Sahib of Harthras once said, the invisible world is contained within the third eye. So say and describe all souls of inner knowledge. Behold Brahmanand within through your astral eye. When that eye is opened, everything stands revealed. The soul in the void will hear resounding peals of sound. She will uncover and know the essence of the sound current. They alone, O Tulsi, will know that perfect state who have seen and experienced it for themselves. Hazur Baba Sawan Singh said, In the center, behind and above the eyes, there is an aperture On this side of it is the material world in which we are now living, and on the other side is the astral world. Kirpal Singh, 
The inner light does not come and go. It is always there within. It appears only when we are attuned and concentrated and disappears as soon as there is the slightest dispersion. The light will not vanish if you just keep your inner gaze constantly fixed. This is from Saint Dadu Dial. Look within yourself with the inner eye. The whole expanse inside is replete with the refulgence of divine light. If your eye be single, your whole body will be full of light. For this reason I say, if one is whole, one will be filled with light. But if one is divided, one will be filled with darkness. Becoming a single one, with a single eye, a spiritually whole person, united with God, was the goal of the Thomas tradition of Syriac mysticism. When you make the two into one, then you will enter the kingdom, it says in Gospel of Thomas, saying 22, the spirit, mind, and body of the mystic solitary become united in God. Its new way of being is singleness. The word for single one or singleness in the Syriac Aramaic language is ahudeia. The word is ahudeia and is used to describe souls that enter into spiritual oneness. According to the book Ahudeia, a study of the life of singleness in the Syrian Orient by Sebastian Brock, according to this book by Sebastian Brock of Oxford, the hermits or solitaries of the Syrian tradition eventually were called the Ahudeia. However, Ahudeia isn't merely a title office or a robe one puts on, but it's a matter of spiritual realization, an interior state of being, an individual experience, a level of awareness that is reached by a contemplative soul. Joseph the Visionary, Syriac mystic quoted in the book The Syriac Fathers on Prayer and the Spiritual Life, translated from the Syriac Aramaic by Professor Sebastian Brock. Thus, as a result of recollecting all these things, the impulses of the mind are extended from the sphere of material things towards those impulses which are without limit, that is to say, wonder at the new world and the faculty of vision which belongs to contemplation of God. For when the vision of the mind is mingled with the light, all its impulses become infinite. For none of the visionaries or Gnostics is able to distinguish the identity of the mind as a result of the vision of that glorious light that is seen. For all the innermost chambers of the heart are filled by that blessed light. Joseph the Visionary, one of the great writers, one of the great mystics of Eastern Christianity, quoted in the book, The Syriac Fathers on Prayer and the Spiritual Life. St. Simeon the New Theologian, blessed are those who have approached the divine light, who have entered it and been absorbed by it, mingled in its brightness. There is light within a person of light, and it illuminates the entire cosmos, 
Saying 24, Gospel of Thomas, Kabir said the light of one soul is equal to that of 16 suns. This is from Valentinus of Alexandria. When the Father, who alone is good, visits the heart, he makes it holy and fills it with light. And so a person who has such a heart is called blessed, for that person will see God. Once again, St. Isaac the Syrian. Faith in Christ is living noetic light. The light of Jesus is noetic or spiritual light. And blessed is the soul which is accounted worthy to see it. Man's soul shall become, when it leaveth the body, a great flood of light, so as to traverse all the regions until it comes into the kingdom of mystery. Seek all of you after the light, so that the power of your soul that is within you may find life. Do not cease seeking day or night until you find the mysteries of the kingdom of light, which will purify you, transform you into pure light, and guide you into the kingdom of the light. Once again, a passage from Pista Sophia, the post-resurrection gospel. Next reading comes from the book Harmony of All Religions by Swami Sant Seviji Maharaj, published by Maharishi Mehi Ashram. From the Christianity chapter, the teachings of Christ and Sant Mat, the teachings of the saints. From this review of the main teachings of Jesus, it becomes clear that Jesus gave guidelines for moral as well as practical living. At the same time, he taught the inner mystical path for attaining unity with the divine, similar to the path taught by various mystics, saints, and prophets. The saints tell us that our inner self, that in our inner self reside the brilliance of the divine manifested in the form of divine light and the divine sound. According to Sant Mat tradition, Through spiritual practice, the seeker will experience both the light and the sound, which represent divine glory and the divine word. Through that word, the seeker reaches God. The spiritual practice of focusing is known as Dristi Sadhana, the yoga of inner light. It involves bringing the vision of the two eyes to one point of focus. The practitioner is then able to go through the narrow gate, called the tenth gate, the third eye, or Ajna Chakra. At this point, the practitioner comes out of the darkness and becomes established in light. Then, through the technique of sound yoga, the practitioner is able to hear many sounds. But then, leaving these sounds behind, the practitioner reaches the original sound, the word, Through this word, all of creation came into existence and is maintained. At this point, the practitioner merges with that word and becomes one with God. Meeting with God, 
the person realizes the essential unity of soul and God. With this insight, all suffering ends. This is the kingdom of heaven, which Jesus frequently refers to. The teachings of Jesus and his followers correspond closely with the practices of Sant Mat, a passage from the book Harmony of All Religions. Some selections from the teachings of Sant Kripal Singh. Everyone has got two eyes, which are open in the face. They have been working ever since birth. All through life we have been working at the level of the two eyes. About 80% of all impressions that are received from outside come through the eyes. Those who work only at the level of the two eyes receive either good impressions or bad impressions. Good impressions will react as good actions. Bad impressions will result in bad actions. The very impressions that are embedded in our hearts will overflow. This is a very superficial life that we are living. The masters tell us that there is also another eye called variously the third eye, the single eye, or the shivnetra. Unless you open that third eye, which can be opened only while in the man body, the human body, you are nowhere. It is the eye of the soul, not of the intellect, nor the outgoing faculties. We are ensouled bodies, conscious entities working through mind and outgoing faculties. That inner eye is opened when our soul, the outward expression, of which is called attention, is withdrawn to the seat of the soul in the body, which is at the back of the two eyes. The attention is now working at the level of the eyes, through the mind and outgoing faculties. We are identified with the body, and we have forgotten ourselves. Unless that very attention is withdrawn from outside, and just extricated above the outgoing faculties, which end at the level of the eyes, we cannot know who we truly are. At the time of death, you come up to this point. Therefore it is said, those who are initiated into the mysteries of the beyond, their soul has the same experience of leaving the body and the outgoing faculties as it has at the time of death. That eye opens when the attention is withdrawn from outside and then dragged up from the level of the outgoing faculties to the seat of the soul in the body, which is at the back of the two eyes. That is the place where man leaves the body at the time of death. Kabir says, just direct your attention to the seat above the outgoing faculties. When your attention reaches that point, your inner eye opens. The inner eye is within all. Kripal Singh from the book Morning Talks. More selections from the teachings of Kripal Singh on the single or third eye and the interior contemplative world of inner light. True discipleship does not start until one has risen above body consciousness. 
He who has once been initiated by a competent master is assured, once and for all, his liberation from the bondage of mind and matter. It's but a question of time. The seed of spirituality sown in him is bound to sprout and fructify. The spirituality, when awakened and the spiritual experience gained, must develop and the master power cannot rest contented until the child is reared and taken home to the house of the father. Man has got himself so enmeshed in mind and the outgoing faculties that his release from them can only be brought about by struggle and perseverance. His plight is, in a way, similar to that of a bird that has been kept in a cage for so many years. Even if you should open the door of the cage, the bird will be loath to fly out. Instead, it will fly from one side of the cage to the other, clinging with its talons to the wire mesh. But it does not wish to be free and fly out through the open door of the cage. Similarly, the soul has become so attached to the body and the outgoing faculties that it clings to outside things and does not wish to let go of them. It does not wish to fly through the door that has been opened by the Master at the time of holy initiation, at the threshold of which the radiant form of the Master is patiently waiting to receive the child-disciple. True discipleship does not start until one has risen above body consciousness, said Kripal Singh. More from Kripal Singh. Meditation is the process of withdrawing the attention from the world outside and focusing it at the seat of the soul in the body, behind and between the eyebrows. This point is known as the inner eye, the third eye, the single eye. In order to withdraw our attention and focus it on this point, mind must be controlled and stilled. Mind must be controlled and stilled. Sit in one pose and move not your head, limbs, or eyes. Sit straight but relaxed with no tension in the body below. Sit still, close your eyes, as in sleep, and look sweetly, lovingly, intently into the middle of the darkness lying in front of you. You will see a dark veil. That which sees the dark veil within, without the help of your physical eyes, is the inner eye, said Master Kripal Singh, identifying how you connect with your own third eye from the vantage point of someone sitting with eyes closed gazing into the darkness during contemplative meditation practice that's how you find your third eye that which sees the dark veil within without the help of your physical eyes is the inner eye said Sant Kripal Singh The Sermon on the Light If your eye be single, your whole body shall be full of light today on Spiritual Awakening Radio. My name is James Bean. Thanks for joining me. A couple of verses to take us out. 
This first one comes from John of Dalyatha, another Syriac mystic of Eastern Christianity, from that part of the world, part of the school of St. Thomas. Look at God within yourself, how God is light, for his nature is a glorious, many-splendored light. He manifests the light of his nature to those who love him in all the worlds. And finally from Swamiji Maharaj, from his esoteric instructions, found in the Sarbachan Radhaswami poetry. When your eye turns inwards in the brain and you see the heavenly firmament within, and your spirit leaves the body and rises upwards, you will see the akash in which is located the thousand petals of the lotus, which perform various functions pertaining to the three worlds. Its effulgence will exhilarate your spirit. 